0: A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through, Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local
1: delivery option. Oftentimes in Wisconsin, when we hear crop rotation, we're thinking soybeans and corn. But down in Arkansas, when they're rotating crops, it's not just those two. Soybeans can also be rotated with rice. And I'm talking to Brad Doyle. He is the American Soybean Association Vice President. You grow soy um, and you do it in unique ways but you're also growing rice and they're called rice patties
0: that is correct so in our our, our area just like you would commonly rotate soybean and corn we rotate rice with soybean we grow about half of the US crop in the state of Arkansas so around 1.3 million acres grown each year
1: how does that even work because you don't you have to flood rice patties
0: so we have a a very unique soil it uh, has little to no internal drainage so it holds water very well and so it's very important for us to also uh, get water on the crop but we also need to get it off because of that internal drainage so we have uh, no tile in our area but we, we dry seed it just like we would wheat or or soybean we can uh, drive on it in, in the springtime uh, we'll, we'll plant early plant uh, late March early April And once we get that plant up about eight or 10 inches tall, we have all of our pre-emerge herbicides out and we'll we'll, uh, put urea primarily as our nitrogen source and we'll flood it up. So we try to keep three to four inches of water on the base of that plant through the growing season, so into August. Uh, Water uh, not only provides the, uh, the uptake that the plant needs, but it's also used as a weed barrier to prevent weeds from coming up from that dry soil
1: so are these rice paddies, they must be in low ground if you can flood them
0: no and actually they they're in all of our fields with what we call levees so it's about a 24 inch levee that we would we would pull uh, with with a disc uh, plow. Uh, in a v-shape behind the tractor so those are the dams so to speak that hold the water so we can we have fields that that fall hillside farming is not commonly done in the u.s but you do have mountain rice in a lot of southeastern asian countries but those are permanent levees ours are temporary so season to season we can pull them up take them down and we also uh, if you imagine working water down down, say a waterfall we are spilling it from the patty to patty to patty working it downhill using gravity as as the control there
1: yeah, so in my head it's hard to imagine then okay that's one year and now we're gonna do soybeans because that must look totally different or is it an easy transition
0: very easy transition uh Primarily, we drill them on seven and a half inch row spacing. So we're using you know modern no-till equipment. Nothing, nothing different than we do uh, to plant our soybeans, and the same with harvest. We're using the same combine, same headers, uh, traditional row crop header. So. Uh, it's a little. It, it definitely you have to have the water. So there is no dryland rice production in the U.S. It is 100% irrigated. There have been some major improvements on water use. So we're using soil moisture meters in the field. We have software that tells us what size pipe. What and, and especially when we use the poly pipe. It will tell us uh, at what pressure, we know the volume of the pumps. Very precise, so we're limiting our, um, our waste of water. We're very, very efficient uh, on water use. A lot of times we reuse water, for are it from the bottom, bringing it back to the top. And rice is a, is a very good filter. So the nitrogen or phosphorus concerns that a lot of Midwestern soils have, we, we see none of that in rice production. It will, it will filter it out to the end. And in a lot of cases, we have cleaner water leaving the field than we do entering the field.
1: Wow, so rice so growing rice assists you in your conservation practices. Now conservation is something that you hold high on, on your farm and you do it not just in rice but also in your soybean fields.
0: Absolutely. So the, we're in the Mississippi River Flyway. So a lot of the waterfowl that winter up north travel through our area in the wintertime and those rice and, and soybean fields are their primary uh, feeding and resting. Uh, site. So uh, flooding, we, we flood fields in the in the wintertime, either through rainfall or pumping them back up. So we have a lot of sportsmen who we uh, get to visit farms that they wouldn't typically do, but it's for the hunting, uh, hunting of snow geese, uh, Canada geese. We have speckle belly geese and, and all sorts of ducks that use that habitat, winter habitat, uh, as they travel south, uh, further south to us. But soybeans are great as well, and perfect. Uh, by the, the winter nutrition for them to continue that flight, either north or south.
1: It almost sounds like it's an agritourism opportunity.
0: It is definitely in our area. Uh, we have a lot of duck hunters that come in and they, they spend money on, on, on clothing and, and shells and and lodging uh, so yes absolutely and there's an opportunity there for the farms to make a little bit of extra money uh, working with those with those hunters
1: Arkansas is number 1 rice producer in the nation meeting half the nation's rice demand what is the US's rank then in the world because when we think rice we think southeast asia
0: Yeah so we are we are not large uh, worldwide producers uh, you have India China Thailand Vietnam that are that have a much higher concentration a lot of those are on very, very small farms, one, two acre farms. A lot of that is consumed by the family that lives there and farms it. So we are much larger in our scale and uh, we use rice through the USAID rice program uh, as food aid. So we can ship rice all over the world in lieu of cash or monetary supplement. And a third world citizen knows exactly to do with, with rice. They're very familiar with it. They can boil it, cook it there and it's a great nutritional product. And I mean, it's fought over in some countries, you know, at at whenever we do deliver rice, you have to be careful who you distribute it through. But we're probably number four or five on the distribution or export of rice, even though we don't plant, uh, we plant less than 3 million acres totally per year.
1: And you advocate for American rice. You can look for it in the grocery store.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I would uh, encourage you next time you're in, in the store, look for US grown rice. Uh, There's six growing states in the U.S. That would include Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana, Missouri, Texas, and California. So we have very high-quality rice. In our part of the world, it's rotated with soybean. It makes a great rotation from that grass crop to the legume crop. It's a wonderful nutritional product that you can take home and cook uh, anytime, and it stores well.
1: And now uh, if people are wondering how come Wisconsin's not on that list, we have wild rice. That's not the same thing.
0: No, wild rice is a perennial plant. Uh, It's more of a grass type. It's not a true rice in the form of a grain. Uh, You do find it more in the uh, wetland swamp areas, and a lot of that is is hand harvested uh, versus uh, our upland rice that we grow, all mechanically harvested. Uh, there are different types in, in Upland rice. There would be the long grain, which is the primary product. We have medium grain that you would, might find in a, in a Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And then you have short grains, which are maybe like sushi type or more Asian restaurant type, stickier types that uh, would be more favorable to chopsticks. So there's lots of different types. You, and then you have the aromatics. You have the basmatis. Uh, you have the jasmine type, So, uh, depending on your your taste, uh, but but always look for that USA rice label or U.S. grown, because uh, we grow it under you know USDA regulated conditions, just like we do our corn and soybeans. Whereas a lot of foreign countries are a whole lot less regulated and and. Some, there's just some concerns there from what fertilizer sources they may use and the, the, the heavy metal content they may have
1: if wisconsinites are listening to this and say oh i want to try rice <laughs> i don't think it works by us right it's got to be warmer
0: so it is it's a longer season crop and uh, typically grown you know from the boot hill of missouri and south so it would be uh, kind of the same reason we don't grow cotton in, in a lot of the northern states It just the season is not long enough we don't have the the right growing conditions so yeah I'm, unfortunately um uh we would like to have more rice-growing states added to to the industry, but it's just not um, until we until we develop shorter grain variety, shorter season varieties, it's not going to be uh, in the near future.
1: Again, that was Brad Doyle, an Arkansas farmer currently serving as vice president of the American Soybean Association. He also has ties to the USA Rice Leadership Development Program. It doesn't sound like Wisconsin soybean farmers will be rotating their crop with rice anytime soon, but it is an important commodity in southern states in the U.S. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.